From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. We have been renewed for our second season. So we took a couple weeks off to celebrate, but now we're back at it with some new and exciting things. Tonight, we have a great cast. We have Andy with us. Andy, how are you? Doing very well, Luke. Thanks for asking. How are you? Good, thank you. We have the far better looking Luke of the bunch. Other Luke, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Just just getting excited to get back at this. Had a nice break and uh, ready to give the listeners what they've been begging for. They have been begging. I, of course, am original Luke. And as I mentioned, a great episode in store today. Uh, congratulations goes out to Zach, who is enjoying his honeymoon somewhere off the coast of Italy right now. So congratulations to Zach, and lucky for you, he is in Italy, so you don't have to hear him. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some emails. You have an email. All right, first email comes to us from Steve from Australia. He says a snake neck turtle was stolen from a zoo in Houston, and a raccoon dog killed some small ponies. Says these are two of the most terrifying looking animals that he's ever seen. What's the scariest looking animal that we've ever encountered? Well, I, f- I feel like for animal, it's looking more for like mammals and things like that. I don't know that I've ever seen any that are super scary, although that turtle's neck really freaks me out. <laughs> uh, I don't know if bugs are a part of this animal category, but I have an absolute fear of praying mantises. They are the scariest, creepiest things I've ever seen. We were at my wife's aunt's house, and there was one on the back screen door, and somebody opened the door, and it came in the house. And I'm not sure how familiar familiar you are with them, but it was flying around the house. I didn't even know they could fly. This thing was just flying circles around the room, and I was in the kitchen, like, in a corner, like, screaming for somebody to get this thing out of the house. Absolutely terrified of praying mantis. So those are, uh, I mean, that definitely counts. I agree with you when they're flying because they're absolutely massive. Like a flying praying mantis seems gigantic, but, you know, I'm going to counter with their, maybe the coolest looking bug. I guess I just think of, you know, the wife eating the husband's head after they have sex. And like, (laughs) I, when I look into its eyes, I just see that killer inside of it. I, I mean, what a way to go, though. <laughs> I'm a little surprised to hear that, though, because, I mean, I guess I don't know about you. Scyther was always, that's my, like, my favorite Pokemon, so I don't know how oh, you well, feel about him. If real-world praying mantises had, like, actual scythes, I'd be totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I need or to be able to see the danger in its hands, not in its eyes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Before this gets out of hand, I, I was actually... <laughs> So close to saying, other Luke, we are so intellectually on the same page when it comes to our fears. And then you threw a curveball and said praying mantis, and I, I, I'm not sure. But I, I, I'm going to go back to something that we've talked about, I know, many, many times. But 
it truly is one of the scariest things is when you come up unknowingly like upon a snake or a giant spider. It, arachnophobia, I know we've talked about it, but I watched the movie and now I think I'm even more scared of spiders because there were just so many and everyone I see I think is going to just attack me. I don't know, but those two. And the other one that is maybe odd, it's not scary looking, but dangerous just in fact that any time it could just attack is like a goose. Like there were a bunch of geese. Uh, the other, the, I was at, uh, I was playing golf, and there were a bunch of geese, and I was just putting around, and they were like hissing and getting ready to fight, and I'm standing like five feet away, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if I should just leave, or I couldn't even putt to half the holes on the putting green, so I was like, I, I don't know about this. At first, I was going to laugh at that, but I don't think I could like fight a goose. Like I don't no. think I could physically beat a goose in a fight. So I think you're onto something there. I luckily had a golf club, but I mean, that would only take one out, and that's if I hit it right. Like, I laughed at you saying that, but not because it's ridiculous, but because, like, yeah, they're terrifying. So I think it was more like a nervous laugh. Yeah. Um, and they always travel in packs. Yeah. I mean, one goose, I could probably take down a goose, or, you know, I'm bigger than the goose, so maybe I'd be afraid. But there's, like, 40 of them everywhere you go. All right, well, I, I think I'm a little... I guess I'm going to go kind of in a slightly different direction from you guys. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with most bugs other than like bees and wasps. And that's just because I'm afraid, like, it's not because I'm afraid of how they look. It's because I'm afraid I'm a huge sissy and like, am afraid of getting stung. I think I've talked about my fear of bats, but again, that's more of a, I'm just scared of like what they could do to me, like them flying at me and biting me than it, like rather than being afraid of how they look. But as far as the scariest thing I've ever actually like seen, that's been like physically intimidating. One of our, one of my family's summer vacations, we went to the Florida Keys. And I think I talked about maybe this exact vacation a couple episodes ago, but we, uh, we rented a boat and like went out snorkeling on a coral reef. And as we went to get back on the boat, like there's just a little ladder hanging off the back that we go to climb up. There was a like four foot long barracuda just straight parked underneath the boat, like not moving at all, just like sitting there staring at us. And we all kind of got up there and looked at it. And it's just like, I mean, you guys have seen barracuda like probably maybe in person, maybe just pictures of them, but they've got that like big old eye and that kind of like weird jaw that juts out with really sharp teeth. And they're just so intimidating. And this thing was just eyeing us just like, like it was like camping, waiting for us. It was absolutely terrifying. So we all just kind of sit there and are like, shit. And like make a mad dash for the ladder and I'll climb up. It was, it was terrifying, but Barracuda face to face, super scary. Barracuda. <laughs> uh, very appropriate I'm less afraid of the song barracuda than i am of actual barracudas although still terrifying yeah yeah, yeah. pretty intimidating hard to play on guitar hero <laughs> hard harder to play in real life <laughs> yeah i would argue the same I can honestly say I've never seen one in person, but I have seen pictures and definitely not something I want to come face to face with. All right, moving on. Kirk from Denmark writes in to say that a child 
found $40,000 worth of meth in his Legos box. Ugh. He wants to know, what's the weirdest misplaced thing we've ever found in something we purchased? I feel so bad for this child. Not because, like, he lives in a world where, like, there's just meth lying around, but because he was probably, like, super pumped up to play with his Legos. And then he was just like, there's no Legos here. What's happening? I know how I would have felt. Dad, my Legos taste funny. <laughs> so my biggest issue here is, so he bought these Legos, $40,000 worth of meth in it. He probably still lost, like, $5,000 just because of how expensive Legos <laughs> are. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> how much? This had to have been a huge set, too. Like, how much? $40,000 worth of meth? I haven't priced a lot of meth recently, but it seems like that would be a lot. It's about a Legos box worth. <laughs> Legos box worth. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, as far as misplaced thing I found, I, I feel like, so two things on this first one is like every now and again i will have like i will just like stash money in some weird place like in a book cover or like just in a drawer to be like i should have to like keep some cash around just in case i like i like need it in an emergency situation i've never had to go back and like find the cash that i like stashed but i do every time forget where i put it and then rarely ever find it again <laughs> i'll be like like months years later i'll be like didn't i put like some money in that book that one time i've never I, like i don't need it but i just like i feel like it should be you know i should be able to use it and then i'll like rifle through some books or some drawers or something and just never find it so i don't know i'm just paying some sort of weird tax i guess <laughs> so if you ever like come over to my house just start looking through random places and see if you can find a couple bucks. Hey, hey man, I've really been, I've getting into reading. You might have borrow some books <laughs> for a while. Mind if I borrow every book that you own? Just in case. Yeah, sure. God knows I'm not reading them. Uh, but so the second one is, this is a, like a vague memory now from when I was a child. Uh, again, doesn't have anything to do with me finding it, but one day, one day I will. When I was very young, probably like, uh, probably between like six and eight, I want to say, I had a, a, uh, like, I think it was, I, I don't, I don't even remember exactly who it was, but it was, I was really into like baseball cards, football, basketball, sports cards in general, and like really fascinated with like the value of them and stuff like that. And like, oh yeah, like it was like maybe like a Ken Griffey Jr. card. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to save, like put that in a plastic sleeve and like save that and hold on to it. It'd be worth a ton of money one day. And I had it like, on the there's a window next to my bed when i was really young and i like had it like would lean it up against the window pane just kind of like to display it and at some point kind of the window pane separated a little bit from the wall like the the uh i don't know what you call it the molding that like seals your window to the wall kind of came open and it dropped down in there and i could never get it out and i i'm very confident that it's still there in my childhood bedroom to this day and someday I'm going to go in there and just like pry that thing off with a pry bar and find that card again and sell it for $0 because uh, baseball cards aren't worth anything. Sell it for eight bucks and that will not pay to replace <laughs> <Yeah>. the wall. <laughs> it will not be worth it at all. <laughs> well, I don't have any good stories about finding $40,000 misplaced, but <laughs> when I was younger, I had a GameCube 
didn't have very many games. So I was at a garage sale and I saw WWE Day of Reckoning. So I thought, hey, Ooh, all right. pick up a wrestling game. Why not? Uh, probably not one many people have heard of, but either way, figured, okay, it's just a couple bucks at a garage sale. No big deal. Buy it, get it home, open it up, and it's actually Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this game or not. I definitely do. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I still got a wrestling game, but instead of Randy Orton, I had Ludacris. <laughs> yeah, some would argue. Some would say it's an upgrade. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, mostly because you said Randy Orton and Ludacris. <laughs> I only said Randy Orton because yeah, I, re I remember him being on the cover of the game for some reason. The crazy thing is if you had Def Jam Vendetta today, all those guys are dead. <laughs> like a, <laughs> super collector's item. <laughs> You'd be going through and be like, I, I literally do not even know who this is. Who is this person? <laughs> Actually, I just Googled it. Some of the people on here are, I mean, this is a quick image search, but uh, some stellar names. Uh, aside from Ludacris and DMX, there's uh, N-O-R-E. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that guy. Uh, who else we got? Joe Budden, uh, D-Mob, uh, Method Man, Proof. Proof is dead. Scarface. <laughs> Keith Murray. I, I, he had one hit. That, that's it. <laughs> I really hope you are not about to discredit Ghostface Killa. <laughs> what a bizarre game. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing ever. Who does who like came up with that idea? That's what I want to know. I hope it was some fucking like nerd developer at some studio like we should have rappers fight each other. <laughs> oh jeez. It's actually EA Sports, if you're wondering. <laughs> okay. It's even more frightening. I, I'm actually glad you talked, other Luke, because I, I, this is one of those stories that I find, and I'm like, maybe somebody has something good because I have nothing. I was literally going to come out with like an onion ring and my french fries, but uh, while you're talking, it made me think of the fact that I've not really found $40,000 worth of mess in a Legos box either, but one time I found a dog and uh, <laughs> in a Legos box. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. So this dog was wandering around the neighborhood and we like, you know, took it in. Andy, you weren't part of the story, but we took it in and we were like, you know, taking care of it. It's a missing dog. And I, I can't remember if it had a caller or if somebody and I think it had a caller. So we ended up calling it and the people were so thankful and they showed up and I, I'm like, I don't know, 10 or 12, whatever makes this story sound less bad. But the guy's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I should really give you guys some money. You want some money for finding him? And I'm just like, yeah. And the guy I'm with who's <laughs> older and more mature is like, no, like, we don't need money. Here's your dog. And I'm like, uh, I felt so stupid because I'm just like, yeah, I'll take some money. What do you got? What do you got? So embarrassing moment, but one time I found a dog. No, I got no money for it. I, I get it though. Like when you're a child and an adult has like the offer of an, the the thought of a, an adult giving you money is like, oh yeah. fuck, I'm about to be rich, dude. I rescued your dog, damn it. <laughs> 
Okay, I think that's all we have for that email. Moving on, we have one from Gabe in Oregon, who says a high school senior prank moved every desk from the classrooms into the hallway and replaced erasers with hot dogs. The principal is making everyone involved pay $47 for their involvement to pay for cleanup. So first off, I just think we need to get everybody's thoughts on this prank. Weak. That's what I'm going to say. I can't believe that this is so mild and to have someone pay, like have people pay money for that cleanup is absurd. Okay. I I thought you were going somewhere else with that, Andy. So I agree that that part of it is absurd. I, you say weak, but these are the kind of pranks that I would get behind. Like, I don't, you don't need to vandalize something to do a senior prank or anything. Like you don't need to damage anything on the school property. So I think it's fine as a senior prank, but the fact that the principal is making them pay for it to me is ridiculous. I agree that that's ridiculous, but also they probably paid more than $47 just to buy the hot dogs. Yeah. Well, it's per person, I think. Is this oh. so I I mean Again, I think you thought I was going in a different direction with this. I'm going to go in that direction now. This is a shitty prank. I disagree with you completely. This isn't, it's not a prank that's just moving shit. It's like, I don't know. A prank should be like mowing a giant penis into the football field or <laughs> releasing a bunch of like animals into the, into the school. That's moving desks and replacing erasers with, okay, granted, replacing erasers with hot dogs. I, I don't understand it, but it is kind of funny just because it makes no sense. But moving on the desk in the hallway isn't even like that's not even like a thing. That's just like like they showed up and they're like, eh, OK, um, I guess everybody, when you go to your first period of class, just move a desk back into. Into your classroom, and we'll be fine. Like that would be my solution. Yeah, that's what the solution should be. And they made it sound like it was such a huge issue that they had everybody had to pay for cleanup. But but Andy, I, and I don't want to stump on the second part of this email. But Andy, what I mean, what would a good prank be? Like, are you talking about spray painting the uh, the walls in the hallway? Or? <laughs> no, well, that's that's maybe a little far. But like, I don't know. Like, you always hear about. Like, I feel like senior pranks are so. It's kind of. It strikes me more as like a Hollywood myth than anything people like actually do like no one actually does a senior prank you always talk about them like oh yeah you put like you release like three pigs into the into the school and you number them one two and four and make everybody look for three and like oh haha but that's like like no one's ever done that that's just an urban legend that's fucking brilliant <laughs> or like like but those are things like i feel like your senior year you talk about them. you're like oh yeah do you like i, I heard about someone like releasing a bunch of crickets into the into the ceiling of the school and then there's just cricket noises all the time like I've, i feel like we talked about stuff like that and then what did we do first like we didn't do a senior prank no one did a senior prank because no one cares i guess my senior class for one i think everybody in our senior class should probably write an apology to the teachers because they just hated us because we were just a bunch of fucks when we were seniors <laughs> like, just disrespectful and a bunch of jerks so uh, PSA, we're sorry. Uh, we didn't mean to. I think I think we might have zip tied lockers, uh, which uh, is funny until you know one person comes along with the scissors and really ruins your 
ruins your day. And then we're like, well, we don't want to zip tie our own. But then it's like, oh, they definitely know who did it. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get to class on time? I don't know. My locker wasn't zip tied for some reason. I showed up with scissors. I was just, I was early and I had scissors. <laughs> um, and then I, I didn't participate in like senior skip day, which is, was a popular theme. And then the teachers always found out about it somehow because we're horrible keeping secrets. I didn't really do anything fun when I was a senior, mostly because I got arrested and then my was, <laughs> I was on uh, high surveillance for the rest of the year. But one time while in, uh, and this is not like senior prank or anything, but the craziest thing I ever did, I swear to you, and Andy, I think you'll understand the full compass of this and think it's great. But somehow myself, Al Meyer and my brother decided one day that we were going to skip CCD. Uh, so we're, I always, I always went up because Al had to come with his mom and she taught. And so we were always up there like several hours early. So they always knew we were there and his mom, like Todd, so she knew that we were there. So, and we lived down the lane. Everybody knew we were coming to CCD. And a little bit beforehand, we just decided to sneak down to the church pond and hide while everybody went in. And it was the most <laughs> exhilarating feeling ever until Marge Geis, who was nicknamed In Charge Marge, who was the meanest CCD teacher you would ever encounter, was our teacher. And she found out that we weren't there. We got in so much trouble for like half skipping CCD. I think we actually came back up like five minutes in because we're like, this is a bad idea. What are we going to do for an hour? Like our parents can see us. The house is right there. This is a stupid (laughs) idea. (laughs) So our attempted skipping CCD just turned into us getting in trouble for really doing nothing cool. But definitely a memory always I loved a million things about that story because it was a drop dropping a lot of full names for a, a podcast with uh, opinion yeah. anonymous in the, in the title there, but uh, also because it's like it's so specific to where you and I both grew up. Like, oh yeah, going down to the church pond. Like, it's something that just they all have. Yeah. You have to know that the church pond is 50 yards from the school and also 50 yards from my parents' house, who literally could see. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's fishing on the other side of the church pond, people are like, oh, Tom's fishing down there. Like, it definitely can see us from the house. And we're, like, crouched down in the weeds. It's also literally, like, if, if like, you weren't there the instant it was supposed to start, like, the teacher couldn't be, like... Uh, uh, like open a window and be like, Luke, you coming or. <laughs> yeah. And Al's mom in the, in the next door class, like, yeah, right. Hey, why isn't Al in class? Yeah, I literally brought him with me. Also the, fu- it's funny to think that uh, skipping religion class on a Wednesday night is like <laughs> something you should get in trouble for. You should be like, Oh, like, just don't do that anymore. Like it's yeah. like, it was some requirement. It's not like you're skipping school. I just sit with father for an hour. Well, that's going to be the end of our emails today. Uh, the last email there was from Gabe in Oregon. And as you guys know, our listeners might not, I just got back from Oregon and yeah. out there, out there, there are marijuana dispensaries everywhere. I mean, you can get marijuana anywhere you want. So I was actually at the grocery store, and this female janitor came up, and she asked if I wanted to chill and smoke some weed with her. I said, no, I can't deal with high-maintenance women. 
It's good. It's good. Uh, I do actually like that quite a bit. I actually like that all of your jokes are so punny. <laughs> That's what I find humorous. I don't know. All right, moving on to some other stuff. We have wrestling. We should talk about wrestling if it's just us three, right, guys? Oh, most definitely. How have we not talked about it yet other than, like, three times? (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) So uh, the WWE has been an absolute shit show as of late. AEW had probably the best wrestling pay-per-view in a long time. And Goldberg almost killed The Undertaker after he knocked himself out during a match. So I, I, I don't know what part of that we want to start with, but we've got a lot of talking to do. Let's start with the combined age of Goldberg and The Undertaker, which I believe is 600 years. Because, the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, these guys have have no business still wrestling. Like, WWE should have just let, like, let them have a, a good exit at some point, like probably f- five to ten years ago, to be honest. But th- let them enjoy their retirement yeah. home. Let let them enjoy the nursing home where they both wet themselves three times a day because they're not capable of wrestling anymore. Well, see, I I have a I slightly disagree. I I totally agree. This should have never happened. But the issue is that they fought each other. If you do like you know Undertaker and Roman, and you put Goldberg against Seth or something like, at least those guys are getting a little elevation from. Hey, you're in there with a legend. These two are fighting each other. There's nothing on the line. Neither one is going to gain anything from it. Like, there is zero purpose for these two to be fighting each other. Just to be clear, what happened when we put Seth against Sting? Well, that was Sting getting hurt. That that, that was a freak thing. I mean, Seth's only hurt one other person by doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so in 2017, Goldberg said, Hey guys, I messed up. I'm gonna stop headbutting my locker before I come out to amp myself up. I I got a concussion and I was woozy and I couldn't do my promo. And then before Saudi Arabia, he headbutted his locker and then he headbutted the ring post and then he really lost all function and really screwed up the rest of the match. So I, at some part of this is just Goldberg is an idiot. <laughs> we should clarify. Yes, this is this is true. But you brought up probably maybe the thing that bothers me the most about it is it's it would be one thing if it was like I, I don't know, just like a regular pay per view or even like one of the bigger ones. I certainly wouldn't want to see this at WrestleMania because that would be terrible. But if you're at like I, I don't know if this was a an early Rumble match or SummerSlam something like that where it's like where you can you build it up a little bit. But this was at the what Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, right? It's not a pay-per-view where anything of any consequence happens. It's clearly just done as a money grab by the WWE for to get paid billions of dollars by like these crazy Saudi like oil barons. And they just want to see, yeah, oh hey, we want to see like the biggest name wrestlers there are. And I'm sure they just throw a ton of money at at these guys and say, hey, we know you're you're basically done and like retired or semi-retired or whatever, but go 
fight each other in an unsafe like go have an unsafe match yeah. in front of these these guys because they just paid us a lot of money and it won't matter at all zero build i i mean maybe a five percent build and two guys who are not regularly on the show show up once a year or or maybe even longer and it main events the show I would like to point out that they tried to label this leading into it as bigger than WrestleMania. They tried to make this show <laughs> such a huge deal. And the biggest thing that we can talk about coming out of it is how two 50 year old dudes sucked it up. Like that's the biggest news story to come out of this show that was supposed to be amazing. Yeah. I'll one up you there. I literally, this is the only thing I know about it. I don't know anything else that happened because I knew that nothing was going to happen. That was going to be important. I, I sort of, I, I will I one up. protest it, not like just on like moral grounds. I'll one up your one up. That's the best WWE content in like three months. I mean, oh yeah. Good point. It's been brutal. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to throw an unpopular opinion out there. Huh? Oh no. The shenanigans with the 24-7 title, I don't care if people want to call it dumb or whatever. It entertains me, and I love it. Um, can we agree that the elevator episode was the greatest ever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really like the one on the plane where Archie and Jinder Mahal and then like hit, ran from everybody else and hid in the bathroom. I honestly think the best installment of that will come this weekend. Because if you aren't aware, the current 24-7 champion is Drake Maverick, and this weekend is his wedding. <laughs> One of the groomsmen is EC3, who has been in all of these segments as well, so I'm interested to see if they tape something there. Uh, if you are as tired as us of crappy WWE content on Saturday, July 29th, Bleacher Report Live will broadcast Fighter Fest for free. So if you want to catch some AEW versus whoever else they're fighting, you can check that out. Is AEW sponsoring us? I, I felt, that I felt like an ad. Is that, a, is that a plug? <laughs> Are we, did we get any kickback for that or what? I think so. They're giving us as much as we're going to pay to watch the show. There you go. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you guys saw anything from Double or Nothing, if if anything stood out. I will just say that when they get their deal, is it TNT or TBS? It's one of the TNT, I think. I believe it's TNT. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to be checking it out. I. I think that WWE is actually going to make a lot of changes because they are a clusterfuck right now, but I'm I'm a little more into the... I wish it was like 80% wrestling, 20% uh, 24-7 <laughs> belt championship <laughs> stuff. But give me good wrestling. Like, they have so much talent that they waste, and we've talked about that before, but I'll be checking out AEW. I, I'm excited. I'll probably check out um, what I just call it, Fighter Fest or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I'll check that out. I, I'm not going to pay $50 to watch a pay-per-view, but I will stream highlights on YouTube the next day. <laughs> well, speaking of highlights on YouTube, uh, I watched for free the... It's not the over-budget Battle, Battle Royal? Royal, but whatever they called yeah. it for the double or nothing, the buy-in. Um, yeah. Did you watch that as well? 
I, I did. I did not. I must say that Orange Cassidy is now in my top five favorite wrestlers. He's the one that came in and absolutely destroyed Tommy Dreamer. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> Andy, please Google Orange Cassidy destroys Tommy Dreamer. These guys are perfect, though. Like, it's great because you have the one guy in there who just has uh, baby oil in his jock. So he just, like, pulls it out and, like, oils himself up to get out of wrestling holes. You have, you know, the guy with no legs who I don't I don't know if that was just, like, <laughs> a random thing. that I don't know why he's a professional wrestler. But they have the comedy porno portion of it and then they have like actually the good wrestling portion of it and they make it fun i that's what i need in my life so many people complain about wwe not focusing on enough wrestling like there's still such a huge entertainment portion that's where wwe's hurting is they're not hitting on either side where i think aew from what i saw has that entertainment thing down along with the wrestling all right i think we're going to jump ahead to our top three And we had a great top three in store. It was summer and warm weather activities, except for in our local area, it has rained 107 inches in the last like three days. So today we're doing the top three things to do when it rains every fucking day. Is that for real? 100 inches in three days? That can't be true. It is. It's close. Yeah. (laughs) Noah called, and he's like, man, you guys got a bad. <laughs> he's got an arc we can borrow. All right, well, I will uh, – I'll, I'll give my top three here first. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys. I've – just being inside all the time, not that much different for me than, than my normal life, to be honest. But uh, I have found without being able to go outside at all, I feel like I've done a lot more – I've gotten myself in trouble because I'm doing a ton of – online shopping which is my number three like i've just been hammering amazon over the past like three or four weeks because like i'm like "Ah, i don't want to like go outside to get in my car and go to the store so i'm just just killing amazon right now too much free time it's too easy it comes right to my door i don't have to leave it just makes too much sense uh my number two is just getting getting some friends together and playing online video games i I do that probably way too much. Play a lot of uh, a lot of Battlefield, a lot of shooter games with my with my friends. So uh, I've been doing that a ton, even when it doesn't rain as well, but even more now. <clears throat> and then my my number one my number one thing to do uh, when it when it is raining is to cancel plans because of the rain, which is <laughs> is my favorite thing to do feels great when you just don't want to do anything and you've got a, an easy cop out of man the weather's looking pretty nasty like I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna make it tonight so that is uh that's by far my number one I think I'll, I'll go ahead and start um my top three number three is I like to um not mow my lawn and let it get to where it looks like my house is foreclosed <laughs> and that nobody lives here uh, that's it's number three because you know you can't can't fit in mowing with all this rain. I am beyond foreclosure point because we were in Oregon for eight <laughs> days and it has rained every single day since being back. I'm going on almost two weeks without mowing my lawn. It is almost to my knees. <laughs> you, it's pretty bad when you come back from Oregon and you're like, man, that place was the desert. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I uh, I don't have the same problem uh, living in a tiny, tiny, just very small apartment. But I can't wait for your guys' uh, summer, your actual like warm weather activities when it's like number three baling hay in my front lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, it, the uh, these. The rain has just made it pretty gloomy, so it's it's rather dark. So one of the things I really like to do is send the kids to bed an hour early and not tell them any different. <laughs> they can't tell good. time yet. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, sorry, kids. It's bedtime. It's 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, it's it's bedtime. Look outside. <laughs> oh, shut up. It's dark. Uh, and number one corresponding is binge watch movies. There's nothing better to do when you can't go outside than to just be like, hey, I, I, it's rain. I meant to do something productive, but it's raining. So I'm going to watch these three movies. Obviously, my favorite. Little, little Netflix and chill action. I love it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm basically going to steal a lot of you guys' ideas. Uh, for number three, I'm going to go with video games as well but mine are all single player because i don't have friends uh, mostly all i play is the switch and not too many people are online playing mario kart during the day so just kind of stick to, to myself there luke i can't believe i can't believe i didn't think of this until just now but i kind of hope i hate to be this guy but i kind of hope it rains all next week because starting sunday one of our favorite events summer games done quick the four charity uh, speed running marathon starts yeah. on Sunday. So I would love to have an excuse to just stay inside and watch that for an entire week. Thank you so much for the reminder. I had forgotten that was coming up. I'm going to move on to number two, which not really watching movies, but I'm going to say watching YouTube. <laughs> I will put it on. And then I'll kind of only halfway pay attention to it. I'll start on like a let's play, like a video game that I want to play, but I'm too lazy to play on my own. So I'll just watch somebody do it. And then I kind of just let it play whatever it decides to play next. And it's really interesting the places you can go. Those are, I, I have a tough time, like not, I mean, I, I still like pretty much constantly am on YouTube, but I've, I feel like I've got to the point where I've watched so many random videos that my like my my recommended videos and my up next is always like something totally off topic from what i actually want to watch like i don't know if, if this happens, <laughs> happens to you i'll pull up like a playlist of uh, whatever of, of like some topic i'm like oh yeah like i'm gonna watch a couple of these videos here and then like it'll always be just something totally out of left field because i watched a bunch of a certain kind of video uh, like last week, I'm like, no, like just autoplay like the next thing in this series of videos and like it never happens. It's it's such a like first world problem that I have too much time to watch YouTube. But full disclosure, I watch a lot, watch a lot of Pokemon YouTubers mm -hmm. doing Let's Plays and different stuff like that. So regardless of what I'm watching, I could be watching, you know, some stand up comedians or whatever. But somehow my playlist always gets back to like the Pokemon World Championships. Mm. Yeah. And I have no idea how. And it's like a four hour video. Like I was just trying to watch oh, a couple, couple three minute funny videos here. And all of a sudden it's playing for a, a four hour video and just loading a ton of, of data. But I don't know that it's doing that until about two hours in because <laughs> I'm only half paying attention to it, which actually leads into my number one, which is sleep. 
Yes. Because regardless of whether I'm watching TV, YouTube, playing games, if it's raining outside, that's the perfect time to just fall asleep. Yeah. Big time nap guy. I'm on day four of a Netflix movie because I just keep going to sleep (laughs) because it's just so dark and rainy out. I do want to put a little caveat beside this. So I'm talking about watching YouTube, playing video games, sleeping. If we were talking about what we wanted to do outside when it's 95 degrees and sunny, my list would be the exact same. I just don't feel like as big a piece of shit doing it now <laughs> as I would then. That's I, I definitely have a list of warm weather and like outside activities that I would say. It's not necessarily <laughs> indicative of what I would actually do. So don't be don't be fooled when we eventually get to that one. Yeah, if, if the sun ever comes out and it stops raining, maybe we'll we'll touch on those and just say ditto. I have a really funny joke that I want, was trying to fit in when we were talking about YouTube videos that I just have to throw in there. And we Andy's can, we, joke of the week. We can do whatever we can do whatever we want. But but I was talking about like watching a playlist and having the recommended video be something like totally unrelated and. The joke was going to be, I have the same problem when I'm on Pornhub. Like this, I'll be trying to watch a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of MILF videos in a row, and all of a sudden it'll go back to back to weird incest porn that I was into two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I see the connection there, though, because it goes from someone else's mom to your mom, so it's not that much of a stretch. <laughs> Uh, goes from someone else's mom to your mom to a dog's mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not into that weird of stuff. Let's let's move on. Just once. All right, I do have a uh, an opinion of the week. I was going to lead the episode off with it, but I didn't want to get a uh, too too much of a what's the word I'm looking for? Not theme, but uh, you didn't want to set that kind of tone. Yeah, I didn't want to set that kind of tone with the entire podcast. So I, I don't know if this is an opinion of the week or more of a PSA, uh, but if you guys have heard or seen uh, the parents brawling at a seven-year-old baseball game over a missed call by the 13-year-old umpire, um, we can make a lot of jokes about this, but those parents just need to go fuck themselves and get the fuck out of the world and never reproduce. It is the biggest, most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Like, they should be out there supporting their kids, and they're fighting. And and we see this all the time, but this one just really way overboard. People just punching each other, sucker punching each other over a seven-year-old kid's game. So, PSA to all you parents out there who are absolute psychos, let your kids have some fun, all right? Yeah, these are really weird ones to understand because, like, I feel like when I was a child playing sports, my parents felt more inconvenienced by the fact that they had to drag me to all these practices and games and shit like that. And they had to go to them and would have preferred me to do like to not succeed in sports so they didn't have to like I didn't have to, you know, want to continue it. But then at the same time, like I get that same feeling from my like some of my friends that have children of that age they're like i I gotta take my fucking kid to like a little league game tonight this is the worst like they don't (laughs) i don't know how you can get so fired up with like about this like everyone that i know is 
just like is so annoyed by the fact that they have to jump through all these hoops for little league or gymnastics, Adam, or, uh, or yeah. your sport. You know what I mean? I, I know I've shared this story. I feel like on the podcast, but when I played a freshman basketball, which is the only year I ever played because it was way too serious for me. Uh, when I got home, because my parents wouldn't go to games, they would go to the home games, but they would not go to away games. They would say in this order, did you play? Uh, no. Uh, uh, did you win? Uh, no. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was decent. All right. And then we would move on and we would never talk about basketball again. Like the same three questions every time. Did you play? Did you win? Did you have fun? And really, they didn't care about either of the three <laughs> answers. They were just glad they didn't have to drive an hour and pick me they up. They were being polite. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I kind of had a, an experience similar to that. Like, I'd, I'd get so into it, and I'd get upset. I mean, like, Little League Baseball, I'd get upset. Oh, I didn't get a hit, all this and stuff. And my mom would always say, if you're not having fun, then just quit. Just leave, stop playing. Probably because she was annoyed at having to take me to all the stupid games, like Andy yeah. was saying. <laughs> yep. But, like, when you're a kid, that's that's all it should be about. I don't think this was an opinion. I think this was just a fact that a lot of stupid people need to hear. Yeah, let your kids have fun, man. I want to know what the fuck's wrong with the world. I, we could solve the world's problems. Just Where's Adam's rocket when we need it? <laughs> we're, uh, we're running out of, out of space on one rocket very quickly. Like We've got a, a whole fleet of rockets at this point. So the opinion of the week is just simply let your kids have fun. Stay out of your kids' business. If they're not doing drugs, if they're having fun playing baseball, just who cares? And support them by asking questions about how it went when they got home. Exactly. Because you didn't attend. All right. Bringing back one of our favorites. Yes. I know I'm excited. Andy, you've got to be too. Let's kick it out tonight on our grand finale. Keanu Reeves has been approached for every Marvel film and hasn't taken one yet. Andy? Which character would you most like to see him play? Uh, Keanu Reeves is so hot right now. Uh, I would like to see him do literally anything, any character. He could play every character in any of the Avengers movies, and I would be all right with it. I thought you were going to say Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, come on, man. That's DC. You know that. Okay, the, oh, yeah. the U.S. women's national team is kicking the ever-living shit out of every team in their group during the World Cup. Are we all in on soccer now? I don't know if we need to go back to the uh, Celebrity Crush episode, but Alex Morgan, call me. Drake has been on a tear since the Raptors championship with new songs and an album coming. Are you excited for the new Drizzy season? I mean, I'm all in on more Drake, but I'm even more excited for the Lil Nas X EP that drops today. <laughs> Some more Old Town Road shit. So, all right. Speaking of the NBA, the draft is tonight and it's actually happening right now. Is this a must watch event? Spoiler alert. Zion went number one and no, uh, we're podcasting. Listen to us. The Miz, Kofi Kingston and Seamus are coming to a Netflix film in 2020. Outside of Andre the Giant, of course, what is the best WWE performance you've ever seen in a movie? The Rock in The Mummy Returns, duh. All right, last one. My local minor league team, the Florence, Kentucky Freedom, 
unveiled some dad bod jerseys for Father's Day. Uh, fun fact, I believe their game got rained out, so they didn't get to wear them on Father's Day. But would you buy a dad bod jersey? I actually looked these up. I, w- I was going to put one in my cart, but I'm just, I'm just not that hairy. You know, I'm just a very clean guy. So I'm out. Sorry, guys. All right. That does it for episode 32 of Opinions Anonymous or season two, episode one. Uh, be sure to go out there and rate us five stars. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And be sure to check out our social media at Opinions and Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our Facebook page. And make sure to go over to our website, opinionsanonymous.com, for our blog and, and the merch store. Check out the merch store. Some good stuff over there. Saw Cousin Kyle wearing a, a just a hot Opinions Anonymous tee <laughs> while he's on vacation. Very hot. Or maybe a little too cold from the picture that I saw. <laughs> that, Love you, Cousin Kyle. That does it this week. We had other Luke. We had original Luke, Luke.0. I don't know what to call you these days. Uh, I've been Andy. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Check out a new blog coming tomorrow, and we'll let Jules take us away. Jules. Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Cheers. some of the i guess just the one i love when you just put something on there that's just a really vague topic tarot cards i'm like okay <laughs> this could be anything like don't spoil well, it no yet i guess you guys only got a small taste of that in the group chat that was something that i had uh, sent to luke privately oh uh, was that privately uh, that that makes more sense I, it, I, it wasn't meant to be private i just thought if it was going to get shot down i should do it just to one person <laughs> <laughs> So, Andy, you'll be severely disappointed until it happens. That's the opposite of what I tell girls. (laughs) Usually. (laughs) When it happens, then you'll be disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm good if you guys are. Uh, Wait like two seconds because I hear loud cars outside my window and also a siren. And so I just want to see how close it gets. I think we're good here. If not, it's nothing the listeners haven't heard before. Very true. Yeah. I'll I'll just hover over the mute button as well. Yeah. All right. Mute already. That's uh, that didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard it crop up again. It's just staying kind of far away, but just in case. <laughs> To sit with father for an hour. Uh, did I mean I don't, you know, I don't want to be the guy that asked this, but.
Do you want to talk about that, or can we talk about that, or do you need to report anything? We've already we've already had our weird priest episode. <laughs> yeah, he made me fucking stab him once. 